0: A way of thinking, a manner of approaching a life and business and ministry and all those things has been kind of bumping around in the back of my head for a while now. It's called first principles thinking. At its core, it means to some degree taking everything down to its roots, taking everything down to the base level. And understanding the intricacies of how things came to be and starting at the beginning and not just taking things at face value the way they've always been done, right? Well, what if we apply that to the pursuit of happiness? If we went back to the very beginning, what would we find? Well, we would find, we would discover that happiness, true happiness, can only be found at one source. 1 Thessalonians will be our text as we begin today. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5 and verse number 16. While you turn there, let me tell you about a gospel tract. It's Easter Sunday week, resurrection week. To God be the glory. We're so very thankful for the fact that we can claim we know that our Savior is alive. Can I tell you that? There are many other heroes of other religions, other means and ways of thinking that they can take you to a tomb. They can take you to a place where their leader, where their founder has been buried. But can I tell you, friend, you won't find a tomb that has any occupants in it. You will find an empty tomb. And that's what we celebrate this coming Sunday. That very resurrection gives us the opportunity to experience something called the new birth. This gospel tract with that same title, the new birth, was the very first gospel tract. It was the one that began this ministry. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to go to our website. If you're not familiar with BibleTracksInc.org, BibleTractsInc.org. You can get one of some 50 different titles for free. The New Birth was the original. Maybe you'd like to start there. Or maybe you'd like to start with a sample booklet. It includes a couple of my favorite, a couple of our most popular gospel tracts, but it also has a description, an outline, a little bit of a blurb about every single gospel tract we currently print, produce, and ship around the world for free. We won't require a credit card number. We don't need your social security number. No, friend, we want to get these out for free. If the Lord does lay on your heart to give towards our ministry, we would be very happy to receive any size gift. We understand that it's not about equal gifts. It's about equal sacrifice. Now, 1 Thessalonians 5.16, what does it say? Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. I hope that kind of soaks in this week. We'll probably mention that verse every day of the week as we lead up to Resurrection Sunday. We have a lot of reasons to rejoice. The main one happened 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He is alive, even now, on the right hand of the Father, ever making intercessions for you. I'm so very glad that we get to serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today rejoice evermore. We're talking, our theme this week has been the pursuit of happiness. And that's what we're going to jump right back into. We've described the problem. People are unhappy. They're depressed. They're absolutely, at times, almost deranged, maybe because of grief, because of life circumstances. But yes, there are the instabilities. There are all of these things, the turmoils of life, the the world events going on. But can I tell you that We have the opportunity to not just pursue happiness, but to find true joy. And that's our theme. That's our thought today. How can we do that? If you're unhappy right now, or if you know that just give it a little while and you will be unhappy, how can we find happiness? Where in the Bible does it explain how to find happiness? Well, we're going to begin. We're going to start at the right source. We're going to start with Jesus because he is the one that began everything. To realize the world started with him, your life started with him, salvation started with him. That's where we'll pick up where we left off yesterday. John three sixteen says this: For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you are looking with me for the first foundation for true happiness, then you need look no further. You can break down this verse, and maybe we will later in the week, but right now we begin with, for God, those two words, for God, the greatest being, so loved. That's the greatest affection, the world the greatest object of affection then that he gave think about that for god so loved the world that he gave that's the greatest act of all time his only begotten son the greatest relationship that whosoever and if i can bold this word for you and and kind of give some emphasis to this word for whosoever believeth in him the greatest trust should not perish the greatest deliverance, but have everlasting life. That's the greatest blessing. Now, right now, I'm talking to those that do not have a personal relationship with God. Have you ever heard this saying? It's kind of cliche these days, but it's true. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, Can I tell you that when it comes to being happy, really and truly happy, full of joy, rejoicing evermore, as 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I'm firmly convinced that there are many, and probably some of you are under the sound of my voice right now, there are many that know all the right things to say and maybe even are faithful members of a good church, but they do not know Him. They've never really started with Jesus. I'm also sure that there are some listening right now. Maybe you're a first-time listener, regardless whether you've listened for a long time or if this is the first time. Let me say thank you for being a part. If you're pursuing happiness, maybe you've never really considered where happiness truly comes from. We know it's not at the bottom of a beer bottle. We know it's not at the end of a plunger for needles. We know that it's not at the bottom of a pill bottle either. We know that it's not in immorality. We know it's not in social media. We know it's not any of those things. So where is it? Maybe you're really for the first time considering this issue. I'm not trying to make people doubt their salvation right now or anything of that sort. But have you ever started... With Jesus. I mean, do you know him? Not do you have religion? Do you have a relationship with Christ? If you don't, it's very simple, the way by which you can come. Number one, you must realize that we are all sinners. You want to start with Jesus? You're going to have to get a real, really self-aware about who you are. You and I, we're not perfect. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the bad news doesn't stop there. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. What that means is not only are we sinners, but the payment, the wage that we have to pay, or someone, I should say, has to pay for our sins is an eternity separated from God in hell. Question is, can you pay that penalty? Well, if you decide to die in your sins, you could, but... My friend, I don't want you to do that because Jesus, this is where the good news starts. Jesus paid the penalty, but God commendeth or proved his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You want to talk about the best beginning? Jesus died for you. He he was perfect. That means his sacrifice was good enough to make up for all of your sin. He was perfect and he died for you. But you must accept him. This is where the beginning starts. The start starts, if you will. You must accept him as your savior. You can pray a simple prayer like this. Now, I'm not going to twist your arm. I've asked people if they'd like to pray this prayer before, and they said, no. I'm not going to move your mouth for you. I'm not going to twist your arm. I'm not going to tie you up and carry you to heaven with me. If you decide that you would rather live and die, I pray you don't, but rather live and die in your sins, then accept him as your savior, then that is your free choice. God has given, we're not automatons, we're not robots. He has given us a free will a choice in this matter. So let me ask you, would you like to accept Christ? Now, I will say this, if you have questions, I'll give you a phone number that you can text me at later. I'd love to communicate with you about this, but what better time than here in the middle of a week, Resurrection Sunday week, Easter week, to accept Christ You could pray a simple prayer like this, God, I know that I am a sinner. I know that because of my sin, I must spend eternity in hell, but I know you died for me. God, please save me. Cover me with your son's sacrifice and allow me to go to heaven when I die. I repent of my sins. Save me now amen. If you prayed a simple prayer like that, then friend, and you believed it in your heart, the Bible says, for with a mouth confession, but with a heart, man believeth unto righteousness. Can I tell you, friend, if you believed it, I'm not asking you if you added Jesus Jesus to the pantheon of other things you believe in. He's not a lucky rabbit foot. This is not fire insurance. This is a life change, a heart change, I should say, You have now accepted Jesus Christ. If you've done that, or if you have more questions, would you reach out to me? If you'd like to start with Jesus today, but you have some more questions, I'd love to talk to you. These few moments we've talked may not have been enough to convince you of your need. I'd love to talk to you. You can text me with either the good news that you got saved or that you have questions. Here's the phone number. You ready? Text me at 309-316-316. 7240. That number one more time is 309. 316 7240. I'd love to speak to you. Now, tomorrow, we're going to continue in this theme on the pursuit of happiness because, yes, we must start with Jesus. But maybe you say, Brother Micah, I have started with Jesus, but I can't seem to find true joy. I can't seem to find boundless and endless joy. I'm always, always down on myself, always depressed. Life is a struggle. Can I tell you, friend, we've got the secret. The Bible has a secret. And, And I hate to leave you on a cliffhanger this massive right now. But we're going to talk tomorrow and Friday about how you can find, how you can truly pursue and catch up with happiness, with real joy. I'm going to ask you to join me tomorrow on the broadcast. Please, please be a part. I hope you have a great resurrection week. Hope you have a great Easter Sunday. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day for his glory. And God bless.